Hey Slay, hey everyone, it's me Jay and I'm with my girl Nina and welcome back to the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. Ooh, I'm fired up today because Nina and I will be getting into revisiting the way you rebuild your business. But before we dive deep into that, we want to give a special shout out to Oligo Professional, our sponsors. We love you fam. Nina, are you ready? I'm ready because this is... Listen, people are rebuilding right now. Stylists and owners are having to rebuild right now. And they may not have had to build their business in years because they've been book solid. Booked and busy. Yes. And because of 2020, there are stylists who went from being 95% booked to 65% booked. And so now they have to look at their business differently. Yes. We have stylists and owners that are still building, right? Just building their business as they hustle and grind every single day. And I know that you and I wanted to really share a little bit of a different perspective and kind of thinking of it in a different way on how you rebuild your business. It really is all about revisiting these key areas and we're going to kind of dive into it. So let's get it. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. So basically how we're going to navigate you through this, because there are three key components to it. And we're going to dive into your circle of influence. And then we're going to dive into the action side of it, which is the giving side. And then we're going to dive into the digital experience. So all of these things right now are areas that you want to stop what you're doing and really revisit the way that you have been doing it in terms of rebuilding. So let's dive first into the, I would say probably the main component right now, which is like you and I talked about before is like the heartbeat of this marketing and rebuilding strategy. So think of this as your heartbeat because this is really your circle of influence. So using your circle of influence, and I'm going to break it down for you in a second, but utilizing the people that you already have around you to help you build your business. And like Jay always likes to say, you have these raving fans. So allow them to help you rebuild your business. So let's think of this, think of this on a grand scale, right? So there's you, right? Yes. You're the center. And then you have all of your close friends and your family, right? Then you have all of the current clients that you see on a regular basis. Just imagine all of these people and these bodies next to you just multiplying, right? Friends and family, current clients. Then you also have, if you have a team, now you have the team, right? And then you have the team's friends and family and all of their clients. So you just went from being yourself of your little circle of influence and your little heartbeat to multiplying this by hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that can really help you build your business. So why don't you, cause I know that you're all about the circle of influence, but like I could talk about this for hours, but what, yes. what is most important in terms of utilizing your circle of influence to build your business? My number one role and only role is holding everyone in that circle of influence accountable Mm. to my growth. Mm -hmm. Accountable. Holding them accountable. That is legit the only role of engagement for me. It's looking at the people closest to me, my friends, my family, and my guests, my raving fans, and saying, you love me. I love you. 
It's time to get to grassroots. Like, let's go. Like, if you care about me, please share me. If you love me, please share me. If you even give a fuck, please share me. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's holding them accountable. That's my number one role. That's it. Final end. Wow. Boom. I love it. And you know what the other thing too, which is part of the accountability factor yeah. is the consistency factor. Yes. Because here's what's going to happen. And I've seen it over time and time again. I know you've been there and I have been there too, yeah. where we get so excited about building and we do certain things for a month or two and then we stop because we don't see the return on our investment. So we're like, eh, this doesn't work. I'm going to just do something else or, oh, I'm going to do this thing, this thing, and this thing. And then you don't give anything a hundred percent of your time and attention. Utilizing your circle of influence and then going into the action steps, which is what we're going to talk about here next is if you think about all of the people that you interact with every single day, all of the people that you know, love and trust, and you consistently, consistently talk about referral programs. You talk about how they can help you, how you can help their friends and family look beautiful and feel a certain way and then reward them for it. It's really a no brainer, but the consistency, like this job, honestly, even when you're 95% booked, you shouldn't shut your list down and stop searching for clients, right? You should not do that because you're always going to lose about 10% of your book. So you always need to be on the lookout for new clients. And I talk about externally, but then also looking internally in your business to gain new clients as well. And I think that, Jay, that's so good. Just holding everyone accountable, holding yourself accountable. Yes. And then taking action. Let's talk about the action side of it. Right. And I think that moving into action Mm -hmm. is exactly what I always say, a closed mouth never gets fed. Mm -hmm. And if you think that you're full, that food will run out. Mm -hmm. So keeping an open opportunity lifestyle of your books open, Mm -hmm. we no longer live in that world where you close your books off. So now we're celebrating our raving fans. We have them, our circle of influence. Mm -hmm. And now we're going into our next layer of our circle. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be all about referrals, reviews, and experience. And Mm -hmm. I'll take the first part. I want to dive deep into there's three layers, right? Or in that circle, circle. there's three layers, Mm -hmm. referral, reviews, Mm -hmm. and experience. And experience to me moving forward is, Nina, you mentioned this, 10% of our guests will leave in a year. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that that person is changing Mm -hmm. and it's higher. Yes, it is. And we all have (laughs) went through something that our standards have been raised Mm -hmm. and experience is what's going to get us to the next level. So not skipping out on the longer felt, hearing, seeing, listening consultations, Mm -hmm. the more understanding consultations, the more understanding pricing, understanding your business, Mm -hmm. the candles, the hot towels, the aroma, the clean bathrooms, the better toilet paper, all this stuff matters in our experience. And when we have a well-oiled machine in the way that we experience the shampoo bowl, Mm -hmm. the way that we experience our consultations, that will level us up. And our raving fans will see a new energy, a revisited energy, and they will then, circle of influence, Mm -hmm. share you, 
strong, wide, and loudly. Right. And I just want to make sure that everyone knows you're talking about the guest experience. Yes. The guest experience. Yes. So when we're talking about this second layer, which is the action side of it, right? We have your circle of influence. If your circle of influence comes in and has a subpar guest experience, they are, no matter what you do and what you throw at them, they're not going to start referring you to their friends and family, right? Right. So nothing that you do can be subpar. And so when you're talking about the guest experience, it is from the intake. It's from the important, uh, the appointment. It's from the way that you consult with them, taking that extra 30 minutes of time with your new guest to talk about their color. It really truly is about spending all the little details, the hot towels and the lavender oil and the head massage. And you're all about the shampoo experience. I know that helped you build your business back in Ohio. And I think what I would say about the guest experience from start to finish, if you want to set yourself apart, you do these two things. Number one, you send a handwritten thank you card to all of your new guests. Yeah. Handwritten. Yes. We're going back, taking it all the way back. I've been doing grassroots baby. I've been doing handwritten thank you cards in my business since I started working with the chain salon back in 1999 because we were doing handwritten thank you cards yeah. and we also did them in my salon as well. And so that is a heartfelt way for your clients to feel connected to you after they leave where they feel that you actually care about them beyond the chair, right? Beyond the chair. Yes. And then the second thing I want you to do is to follow up with your guests. Every single new guest that walks in your door should have a follow-up email or text within 48 hours of them leaving. And it should have a feedback you know, little link in there that you can use in your point of sale system. And I talk about all of this stuff in my online program and in my courses as well and give you scripts for that. But it should be written out well thought where it's like, hey, I love you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for choosing us. I want to know how you feel like we can serve you better. What can we do to continue to serve you better? You know, what did we do great and what can we improve upon? Be open to feedback. Those are the two things for me in the guest experience I think are so important. Do you have, I mean, I know the shampoo experience for you is like dead because I experienced it myself when I went to your salon and it blew me away. Do you have anything else in the guest experience that like sticks out for you? Absolutely. And I, and I used to call this and I still do expertise and looking Mm -hmm. at it in a different way of when you are experiencing your salon atmosphere Mm -hmm. as a guest. And I think that it's going back to the grassroots of understanding how you feel in this space and how guests will feel. So looking with expert eyes and not skipping out on the hair that's up underneath the chair, that the Mm -hmm. chairs are not wiped down, that the, the, those little tiny attributes that make your business thrive and vivacious. Mm -hmm. Those are the little things that add up to a phenomenal experience down to the bathroom experience. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact, if I go into any business and I go into their bathroom and it is messy, sloppy, dirty, they don't care about me. Same. They don't care about me. So if your bathroom is not a Ritz Carlton bathroom, Mm -hmm. always spectacular and moving and shaking, then your guest, because I am a guest, Mm -hmm. will not feel like you truly care about me. Everything else you do doesn't really matter because Mm -hmm. that moment is a moment. So Mm -hmm. it's a little details. And I think that 
you can do it very affordable and you can do it very classy and you can do it that's easy to maintain. Mm -hmm. So maybe not going in and just throwing up all over the place of like different things, just focusing on simple ways to elevate your space that you already have now Mm -hmm. and not breaking the bank, right? A couple candles, some flowers, hot towels, all of that, right? Mm -hmm. Putting a hot towel in the bathroom. So then that's what they're like wiping their hands after they wash their hands, Mm -hmm. something amazing to do. Mm -hmm. So it's like elevating that. I love that. Boom. So let's dive into the next part of this, um, which would be the action section. And let's talk about reviews. If you are thinking about this and you're like, wow, this is a lot to think about. If you're, you know, revamping and kind of revisiting the way that you want to rebuild, focus on one area and make that one area your reviews. Because if you can really dive into using your circle of influence and allowing them to talk about you in a way that is like, no one will ever talk about you, right? Because the raving fans are like, oh my God, you're the best. You're amazing. They always make me feel X, Y, Z. You don't even have to tell them what to say because they already know. Like they're just going to speak from within and and with their authentic voice. But really focus on sending links to them in their thank you emails through your email marketing campaigns ask them to write you reviews and it's okay to ask. It's really important. We know a lot of stylists and owners that have built a successful business, just focusing, not just focusing, but focusing a lot of their time and attention onto their reviews. Yeah. And there's ways that you can send the link and send it right to their text. You could text them so they can just click on it and just write something about you. But people nowadays, especially nowadays, they are going on to Facebook reviews, Google reviews, uh, Yelp reviews. They're going on to all of the review sites and they're looking and seeing what other people are saying about you, especially now. Yes. Because now a new client going into a new salon is way different than it was in 2019. Love it. Absolutely. Amen. And then that third level of the action is referrals Mm -hmm. and really diving deep into, you know, what are some benefits that your raving fans Mm -hmm. and your potential raving fans will benefit from coming into your business. And Nina, I really love your business take on this, um, and understanding numbers, especially. So like diving deep into Nina's curriculum for that. But what would you think is a number one way for referrals? So referral programs work when it's strategically done, where it's not like, hey, I'm going to just start giving $30, $40, $50 off for someone who said, or I'm going to start giving free haircuts away. You know, like it really has to be conducive to your business. So if you're trying to drive traffic for colors because your thing is to drive more color traffic, whether it be balayage, highlights, baby lights, doesn't matter, root touch-ups, but just colors in general, then the way that we craft it and create your minimum, because there needs to be a minimum requirement, people can't just use a referral program to get an eyebrow wax, um, then it's crafted in a way where it pushes them more toward attracting color clients. And there's a few rules that I have when it comes to creating the perfect referral program. And you can check this out in any of my online courses. Um, Number one, don't go and spend more than 20% of your average ticket for your offer. 
Yes. So if you have a hundred dollar average ticket in your salon or as an independent, you would not offer more than $20, a $20 gift toward their guest experience for the current guest. The other thing that I have to say about that is use a dollar amount as opposed to a percentage. percent because a dollar amount makes it very convenient for the guests. They already know what they're getting. They don't have to whip out their calculator and start to figure out what they're going to yeah. save when they come and see you. But also for you as the owner and an entrepreneur and leader in this business, you have to know what your bottom line is going to be. So if you start doing percentages and you have high tickets, you know, you're doing these $300 balayages and you're doing 20%, that's $60 yeah. off. And if you're doing 10 of those, that's a lot of money. Now, yes, we think long-term, right? We're thinking long-term. So yes, they're going to come back. As long as the guest experience is on point, they're going to come back. But you don't have to go that deep with your discounts. I talked about this on the Oligo page. I yeah. did a live on their page and it's on the IGTV if you want to check it out, but not deep discounting. Add value to the guest experience instead of deep discounting, but referral programs is a key way for you to use your circle of influence. And guys, think of it this way. You, your friends, your family, clients, their friends, their family, team, their friends, their family, there's, no, there's an easy way for you to generate business, creating a really solid referral program that is beautifully done, that is both on digital form and also with cards that you hand out so you can hit them both ways. And I think this whole action section right here, if you, mm. even if you pick one, maybe you want to level up the guest experience because your reviews and referrals are great. Maybe it's yes. the reviews that you want to dive into, or maybe it's this referral program. I have so many people say I have a referral program and I'm like, okay, what is it? And they're like, it's 10 and 10. Okay. Do you have cards? They're like, no, I just tell them. So the 10 and 10 typically doesn't work. I did it in my business for years and it was no bueno, did not work at all. We revamped our whole system, referral system, and it like killed. It was amazing. Um, <clears throat> and you have to have cards. Yeah. If people don't have something tangible, whether it's in a text message or it's a card, I really, really think you need both. Um, they forget about it. And you need to be in their face all the time with business cards, with referral you know, cards, so you can, they can hand them out in Macy's or at the grocery store or wherever they are, or they can just be like, Oh, hold on. Let me send you a text with the yes. whole PDF of the layout of your referral program. So that's what I have to say about that. Oh, I'm fired up. <laughs> let's dive to, I am, I'm so lit. So let's get into the third circle and that is digital. Mm -hmm. I'm talking now we have our circle of influence now we're working on referral reviews and experience, and now we're giving them a place to land. They're understanding our business and the foundation of who we are and what we stand for. Mm -hmm. And my number one way, and if y'all know this from following me, 98% of my content is what? Video. Mm -hmm. That's where we live. TikTok, Facebook, IG, website. So what does that look like? digital video. That can be introductions of your team. If you have a team, everyone gets once a month, right? Break it up. You have 12 members. Every month is handled. They do a salon takeover. Now it goes over into their highlights, yeah. right? Yep. Celebrating everything. Now that's built. Highlights are built. Cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. 
Your stories never die. There's always something going on in sharing anything and everything. Nothing's off the table mm-hmm. of what your brand stands for and what you do every day. People want to feel like they are a part of something. Mm-hmm. And when they're a part of something, they are going to be raving fans no matter what. And especially when those raving fans are featured on your amazing platforms. Mm-hmm. Now, IG, whoever is ready for TikTok, whoever is that thriving young generation Z, hi, we love you. Yes. (laughs) We're going to give you a little love, a little support, and you're going to teach us and give us into that, right? But this is what I think will level up. What you see on IG, what you see on Facebook is what you're going to see on the website. And that intro video, right? is everything. They understand who you are. I necessarily, Nina, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but this is what I would like to see from salons. I want to know people. Mm -hmm. And when I understand people, I understand the brand. Mm -hmm. So in that website, that introduction video is not necessarily about the look of the salon, but the people who represent the business Mm -hmm. in the salon. Mm -hmm. So having interviews and setting them up, Hey, I'm Jay. This is Nina. We're the owner of No Sales Left Behind Salon. And I want to introduce my team to all of you. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Right. And then now you go down the line. They're in different areas of the salon. Mm -hmm right? So now they're seeing the salon, but they're seeing the people who make the salon what it is and they're being interviewed. So it's a different way of looking at video and dispersing that because you can take that one video and hit IG, Facebook, TikTok, and your website into the gigs. Oh, let me tell you something. You just dropped some bombs and I want to say something about stepping outside of your box when it comes to the digital experience because Facebook and Instagram, they're pretty much going to be pushing, and they are now, but pushing video way, way more. It's coming. Like it's going to be all video, all video. And I think that you have to, I say this a million times, you have to know who you are as a stylist and as an owner first, and then you have to understand who your target market is and who you serve. So let's just take this for instance. So for me, right? I'm 42. So just because I'm 42 doesn't mean that I cannot be doing it up on TikTok because you guys know I love my TikTok videos. Now, I love TikTok just because I feel like I'm, I am an old soul, but I still like to have fun and get down and dance and do all the things that TikTok, you know, kind of represents. My audience, however, I have, I have different types of audiences, right? Because I'm, I'm working with a lot of salon owners, but I'm also working with a lot of independents, hairstylists, suite owners, renters. And so I know that I know who my audience is and I know that when I show up with a TikTok video and I show up dancing around or, you know, I show up and do these cool little, like where the the images pop up and they go away and verbiage and all that stuff comes up and there's music to it. Like I know that my audience is going to like that because it's a younger audience in that realm, right? When I'm gearing certain content. So I think when you are a salon owner, when you're independent artist, you have to know who you're talking to. And even if that means that you have to step outside of the box and push yourself to spend more time on IG reels, to spend more time on TikTok, 
um, you know, to spend more time on these platforms uh, doing really, like Jay said, on your stories, your story should never die. And your story should capture your personality and the fun side, the quirky side of your team and your brand and, you know, how you show up. And so I think it's really important for everyone to kind of step outside of the box right now yes. as we're moving through this because video is where it's at and video is never going to go away. And so the other thing I want to talk about when you talked about website. So if you want to, your website should not be about you. It should not be about, look at me, look what I do. Look how amazing my team is. Look, 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 look. <laughs> yeah. That's an element of it. But your website should be geared toward your target audience and it should speak volumes to them in the way that they're going to look and feel and the type of yes. journey they're going to be going on if they step foot in your salon. The website leads them to the book now button. So maybe you revamp your website and you look at it and you say, okay, my website maybe is a little bit too much about me or maybe my website isn't even engaging meaning you don't have anything yeah. about who you are at all. There has to be a balance there, you know? Yeah. I've been on websites before where there's nothing about the owner or the team. And I'm like, who yeah. are you? People want to know. Yeah. People want to know a little bit about your story. That's part of your why and your brand. I also want to add that on the website, the most visited pages on a website, a salon website, number one is the promotions and spe specials page. And number two is the uh, menu page like all yes. of your pricing and all of that, right? So I think website revamping and even just looking at it in a way that it starts to tell a story for the client is huge and add a pop-up. This is the last thing I'm gonna say about websites because it's so important. Add a pop-up on your website so when your traffic hits your website, a pop-up says, hey, Oh my God, welcome here. We'd love to have you. Please enter in your email address yes. so we can keep in contact with you and let you know what's going on in the salon. Now you're capturing potential leads. Even if they don't come in and book with you, now you're going to be able to have conversations with them over and over and over through your email marketing campaigns that would then eventually convert them to becoming a client. Woo, baby. Yes. And listen make a plan right in your yeah. digital realm so yeah. when you're thinking about promotions and you're thinking about content is getting your calendar together and creating a system and a roadmap that is realistic mm -hmm. to your lifestyle yeah. and making sure you're consistent and being consistent with posting adding value you know what i mean to the way that you work your videos and what you're posting and just having a rhythm that's realistic to you. Mm -hmm. So making sure you're setting yourself up for success and that you're not overwhelming yourself and bonding off too much and holding your team accountable and the people that are around you in your business to play a part of your story because all of you are together mm -hmm. and without, with everyone, your story becomes more stronger and it's gonna be more beautiful and it's going to be more rhythm. It's going to be more rhythm. I love it. So guys, we gave you a whole bunch of stuff to do. And if you're overwhelmed by this, just pick the one area that you want to focus on. I'm really all about simplicity these days. Yes. And really, instead of, you know, creating 50 goals, 
create one or two that you're going to stay consistent with and do that and show up with that 150%. So thank you guys so much for joining us. This has really been awesome. Make sure that you check out check us out on Instagram and give my best guy at it's Mr. J Ladner a follow. You can of course check my page out at Nina Tulio and our amazing sponsor at Oligo Pro. And if you guys learn anything from listening to us today, please know it is okay to live in your truth and remember to always live your life out loud. See you next time.